Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. We're doing well on this sunny, sunny day. And I want to say before we get into whatever we're getting into, this episode is sponsored by Bloat Games. Bloat Games is the home of the Survive This series of role-playing games. The Survive This system is really nice because it's nice and concise, quick, and it's just a whole lot of fun. It reminds me a bit of BX, and it is kind of a class and level system, which is fine because it works out really well. It's an exciting rule set. It's used in all of their games, from Dark Places and Demogorgons, we get to play a preteen in a horror setting, to Vigilante Cities, which is lower to medium-powered supers, and other things like that. They just did survive this fantasy, so they've got a fantasy system with it, too, and a few other games out there that are really a lot of fun. Check it out at blokegames.squarespace.com. Okay. Plug aside, (laughs) I wanted to talk today about prepping and the story and the fact that I I prefer nonlinear stories. I really do. Uh, Sandbox type, you know that. But I've also run my share of linear stories. And when you get a module, I feel like that's the kind of thing you're dealing with is a linear story, more or less. They're very rare. It's a rare module where I don't see them saying, okay, you go to this, you go to this, you go to this. It's not exactly a railroad, but it's an obvious choice of what they do, of of what the players will do. Now, they don't have to do this. And that's where, sometimes that's where the fun comes in. And it's... It's, it, I don't know, it, to me, it, it is a little limiting. I like, like I said, I like nonlinear storytelling, but you got to remember one thing. If you've got an adventure or adventures, if you're doing the sandbox, they pick up on a hook, a plot hook, and they go for it. The end result, there is only one end result. And it's either, and it's kind of like a light switch. Either this happens or that happens. Either they save the day or they don't save the day. And in that kind of abstract way of doing it, because it's it's the whole thing is is not ambiguous, but there's going to be a result. That's the whole thing. You got to remember, there's going to be a result of their actions. There's going to be consequences of their actions or even if or inaction. So whether you go about it linearly or non-linearly, the result there's going to be I'm not going to say the result's going to be the same, but there's going to be a result. And it's either to the benefit or the detriment of the player characters and the story itself. So go ahead and go about it non-linearly if you don't want to go if you don't want them to go from one two three to four to a b or maybe a to c then d and b or something like that that's fine this is what you have to prepare this is what you have to come up with that's why i like making a 
kind of a backstory of before the players get, this is the situation as it stands when the players get involved. And then you know, you pretty much know as a GM the result. Or you may not know the result because the result could be either one of two things, either good or bad. That's it. So, okay, here's here's what happened before you got here. Here's the the story as it is, the situation as it is now. And in, the, in your mind, you're thinking, okay, either this or this is going to happen. Okay, how do you get there? I may throw them, I, I'll throw them, you know, three or four things that they can go check. And I'm not going to tell them how to do it. If they want to come up with something by themselves and try and do that, I'll work around that, you know? And I'm always looking for connections on stuff. If I get, something comes up out of the blue out of a random encounter, I will try and work it into the story. And sometimes a random encounter is just a random encounter. Okay, fine. The owlbear shows up, you kill it. Boom. Sometimes it has nothing to do with it. But if they want, but the funny thing is about player characters and, and players is they'll find a connection. They will find a connection, even if there was no connection there in the first place. You didn't put anything there. They'll find a connection. And to me, if it's halfway decent or interesting, I'll roll with it and make it a connection. So I I don't do it all the time. I don't want to say all the time because I don't want players coming to my game going, oh, yeah, he's going to do this, that, and the other thing. No, I want to be a bit unpredictable. Every game master should be a little unpredictable as far as I'm concerned. It's just the nature of the media. It's the nature of the game. It's the nature of the job. And I think the game benefits from that unpredictability. I mean, the players are unpredictable. What is, who says the game master doesn't have to be unpredictable? You know, he could, if, if something works and it's fine, I'll roll with it. If I got something else in mind, but they're doing something different, I'll go along with them for a while, but I'll figure, I'll try in my mind, in the back of my mind, I'm trying to figure out, well, I wanted to do this. How can I work this into the game? in the back of my mind, behind the screen there. And you know what? If I can't, it ain't the end of the world. So I will just say, okay, this opportunity is not happening. I'll just save this for something else. And let's roll. Let's see what they're doing and roll with it. Yeah, this is fun. Okay. So that's pretty much how you got to play it. Remember, you know what the outcome is going to be. But I hate saying that. To tell you the truth, I hate saying that because you don't know what the outcome is going to be. To me, it's the trip. It's not the outcome. I, I get an outcome in my head, and I know in the back of my mind either it's going to happen or it ain't going to happen. But to me, the journey's the fun part. So I want to see how it's going to happen, if it happens at all. And that's the kind of mindset you need as a game master. You, the ending, you know, the result is there. Whatever they do, there's going to be a result. And you don't have to desire the result right off the bat. But there's going to be a result. You got to remember that. I should, you should put that. That's like a number one rule. Whatever happens, there's going to be a result. So just remember that. And just roll with it. Just let them go wherever they're going and however they want to solve it. And just remember that. Anyway.
I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. Now we're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I want to thank people who are doing that. Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John Allen Large, and Michael Tompkins. Thank you guys. You guys are great. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast, Young Grognard, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.